cage. Lock yourself in. And welcome, sweet ears. We will chill a little this week in the cage. Last week, I waxed lyrical about activists in cages around the world for talking truth to power and the role of the media in keeping them there. Some of you indicated a bit of a world weariness that encouraged me to take a break from doom scrolling. Self-help guru Dale Carnegie wrote, Two men look out from behind the bars, one sees mud, the other stars. This week, sweet ears, we're looking at the stars. We've previously recounted Peter Cundall's story as a prisoner of war, who stayed sane by remembering in great detail the music concerts that he had heard as a child. Peter's garden was a legend of my childhood because I went to Gardening Australia Christmas party at his house and combined a brush with fame with cheesecake. I also remember some great rock concerts, Talking Head, Bowie, Queen, along with some fantastic theatre, a blood-soaked Macbeth without seats in the dark. And I loved the season I spent watching the Queensland Ballet in the media seats just behind my man crush, Lee Kun Shin. Also remember some odd moments like giant church candles drooping in the extreme heat of a little Traviata concert as the audience fainted around me. Or special moments in interviews when the subject drops their media guard and you connect directly with the human behind the reputation. The electric thrill of human communication. In fact, the electric thrill of performance. There are rare occasions when it comes together and a room full of people share your pulse. Their breath is your breath and you utter their next thought and the howl of relief is not laughter or tears, but pure emotion. I can sit back in the cage and count the cracks in the concrete, trace the formula scratched on the wall, time the drops of condensation running down the concrete and gently come down from the high of those luscious memories. But these are work memories. We're not supposed to wish on our deathbed that we'd spent more time at the office. The medieval writer Robert Burton said, like dogs on a wheel, birds in a cage, or a squirrel on a chain, ambitious men climb and climb with great labour and never reach the drop. Well, untrue Bertie boy, there are pinnacles of work that are pure joy. The smell of opening a freshly printed magazine or book that you've nursed from blank page to publication. Now that's a thrill, that's a satisfying feeling. Going live with a new website and watching the first comments become traffic and the site become a living thing an act of creation. Or the thrill of politics. I followed Kevin Rudd through a crowd of media cameras for the first debate of the 2013 election. The media glare was so bright that I could see through his ears. Or the ears of my firstborn. She was born head first, a patch of hair pushing, pushing, and then an ear popped out. Baby, big ears. Many special moments are nonverbal. The magical months before words, strong, deep and largely silent communication. Watching a full moon rise over the Mediterranean with my seven-year-old twin daughters and seeing the man in the moon from childhood picture books. Non-verbal, but still cultural. Which brings me to the magic of the non-verbal world beyond 
the human. Fireflies and pythons in the ancient cedar forest of Murray Scrub. The forest of the giants on Gari, climbing over a hot, deep sand blow on Gari and seeing the deep, cold, green waters of a lake filled with schools of fish visibly feeding at the water's edge. Lying on the desert sands of the gorgeous gorges outside Alice Springs in a swag, watching the stars wheel over the curved surface of the earth. Really feel like you are against space. Sitting in the hundred-year-old cypresses of my grandmother's farm, watching the neighbours silently go about their work as I swayed in the treetops. Lazy summers reading in the honeysuckle hedge. Long summers exploring an endless network of tunnels under the blackberries that blanketed the local creek. The endless diving, drifting and climbing up the Sorrento Pier, watching the inky black water for Peter the Stingless Stingray to swoop by feasting on cuttlefish. These are the sweet dreams I drift off to when I look past the bars to the stars, past the toil of our affairs. But, sweet ears, I can hear the keys are jangling. It's nearly time to go, which reminds me, we must talk about juries when the jailer's not here. As the not-so-famous Swede, Axel Munther, said, the wild, cruel beast is not the man behind the bars of the cage, he is in front of it. Axel must have known El Brutus. Screw.